The Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. The Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Alex J, and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Beck Chalwood. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have taught us we have to freaking see. And if you would like to support us, please head to patreon.com slash the Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. At the moment, we have a lot of chats up there. We've mm-hmm. got a lot of fun stuff. We're just catching up, sharing some tea. Head over there for seven bucks a month. You can get it all and more. And so much more. How are you, my love? I am great. Oh, good. Uh, We're in our old studio today. Feels good. (laughs) Keanu's on the wall. Yes. There was a booking error uh, with our main studio. Mm. And so it's good to be back. It is lovely to be back. It's been a while since I've been to your house. Yeah. I love it here. And it was last minute, so everything's really messy, just the way you want it. It's not even messy. (laughs) My Lord. (sighs) How are you? I'm good. I um, I had a bloody facial this morning. <gasps> Who is she, Nicole I, Kidman? <laughs> she is Nicole Kidman. <laughs> That's what they said when I walked into the salon. <laughs> Nick? Oh, it's just Alex. <laughs> um, I had a cleanse facial because I've, I've got very dry skin. It's been fucking up lately, so I had a deep cleanse. So if you can if you can hear any squeaking on the mics... <laughs> That is my a squeaky, super smooth clean skin. skin. It feels so good. It was one of those extraction ones where she fully gets in and like literally squeezes out your pores and your blackheads and uses a little yes. fucking diggy thing. Oh, so good. Fucking love those. It's painful, but it's a good pain. Get that shit out of my face. You look fresh. You look ready. Thank you. Ready for, actually, no. Not before, yet. Before. What have you watched this week, my love? Oh, I actually haven't watched too much this week, to be honest. Okay. I'm still watching The Boys. Oh, yeah, I've heard. I've been hearing more and more about it. Yes. And I, I love it. Mm. We're up to season three. Lovely. It's really good. It does also feel weird. I wouldn't recommend watching it the same week that you have to go watch a Marvel movie. Oh, they are okay. not a good pairing. Okay. <laughs> Is The Boys set in either DC or Marvel? No. It's no. just. Or, okay. It's like kind of a piss take. Yeah. On okay. the whole, like, oh, what an interesting comic pairing. Book. Yeah, franchising. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did it inform or influence your opinion on the movie that we're talking about today? Um, I've tried to keep them separate. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good call. <laughs> As a professional in the industry, I have separated yeah. my personal watching from my professional watching. That's huge. Um, so appreciate that. Yeah, we motherfuckers. do. Motherfuckers. <laughs> we do. I've taken a poll and everyone's very impressed. What have you watched this week? Well, I watched – so I went and saw Thor last night, mm-hmm. uh, the 3 p.m. session, and then for some reason we really wanted to watch a good movie after we saw this one. Okay. Interesting. So when we got home, we watched King Richard, the new Will Smith movie oh, that he ha- won the Oscar for. Oh, my God. How was it? it? Was fucking incredible. Damn it. I know. <laughs> I mean, you would fucking hope. You would hope, yeah. I mean, he won his first – is it his first Oscar? Was that the big hullabaloo as well? I don't know. I mean, I know what the main hullabaloo was. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was so good. It took me a while to get, like, really, like, hooked into it. It's kind of a real soft, mm. slow start, but I see why they did that now. And it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful story. 
excellent fucking performances. Oh my God, Will Smith is incredible. And it's just, it's just an excellent story about how Serena and Venus Williams became who they are. Mm. It's so nice. It's really good. I, highly, I recommend that. King Richard. Uh, yeah. Nice. Now, for, I have got something for nice people say nice things. <gasps> what is it? This is from Wilhelm on Patreon. He says, you guys rule, and I'm convinced my sister would love the show as much as I do. Um, her boyfriend's a successful screenwriter who, while he's an absolute sweetheart, introduces her to so many movies that she'd likely relate to your discussions. We grew up in a TV rots your brain household, so we both have uh. huge gaps in our movie knowledge we're constantly catching up on. I'm probably dude cinemaing her into this podcast. It feels <laughs> worthwhile. Anyway, just want to say thanks for all the wonderful content. Look forward to it's all to come. Time to unload all this beer from my fancy dude cinema tote bag because this dumb American has today off. Yay. <laughs> oh, my God, Wilhelm. Uh, Thank I, it you. doesn't. Dude cinema podcast doesn't count as dude cinemaing nope. people. We've, yeah, that's the rule. We made the rules. And so the rule is if you recommend our mm. podcast, you're doing the opposite of dude cinemaing. Yeah. You're usurping that system. You are saving lives, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Absolutely not. You have saved at least 100 lives by recommending yeah. this yeah. podcast. Um, so enjoy the fuck out of that beer. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for grabbing a tote, everyone. DudeCinemaPod.com. <laughs> All right. Now shall we talk about the movie that has brought us here today? Yes. Uh, oh, my God. Thor. For Love and Thunder. Yes. Beck, what did you what were your hopes, your dreams, your wishes for this movie before watching it? I was so nervous going into this because As I, our resident Marvel fan. Yes, yes. Because not only have I seen all of the Marvel movies in the lead up to this, I also had a friend who worked on production for this. Ooh. For a couple of days. Okay. And said that it was such a drug allegedly. Okay, allegedly. All of this allegedly such a drug-fueled, toxic environment. Oh, shit. That he quit. Really? Yes. Wow. I mean, that doesn't surprise me, mm. I think, for just Marvel films in general at this point, right? Mm. Just, I imagine it's just all at a point where they're just like, fuck it, we're just throwing whatever at the wall, seeing how it sticks. Yeah. Let's get some coke up in here while we do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I knew that it was kind of chaos oh, bringing okay. this together. And also, like, the fourth movie in a series is always risky. Very risky. And it was filmed, like, just north of Sydney. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, they've remote like had to remote so much yeah. of yes. this from the main Marvel studios. Yeah. And also, this is like Taika Waititi. He's like earned his stripes now. And so he's just kind of got like full reign. To do whatever he wants. To do whatever he wants. Yeah. So I was nervous. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Did you know what it was going to be about? Um, Not really. Okay. No, actually, no. I didn't know too much about it. Mm. I thought I knew more than I did. Okay. And I just said nothing then. So I'm going to pass over to you. What did you know? (laughs) Did you know more about this movie or Multiverse of Madness before seeing it? Oh, more about this movie, I would say. Okay. What about you, my love? I was just looking forward to it because it was a Taika Waititi film. And I loved Ragnarok so much. Yes. It was such a nice reprieve as a non-Marvel fan to watch something that it was just found genuinely funny in Ragnarok. So, but then I got nervous because I had been seeing some discourse on Twitter around this movie and it seemed mostly negative. Right. So I was, I was nervous going in. Yeah. I started to get the like little mm. bad, like a couple of bad review headlines I saw around yeah. and I blocked them out. Cause I was like, nope, Don't going in influence. with fresh take. All right. Shall we jump in? Let's do it. All right. Kids get to popcorn now. 
Let me tell you the story of the space Viking. Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. He went from dad bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? Thor embarks on a journey unlike anything he's ever faced, a quest for inner peace. However, his retirement gets interrupted by Gore the God Butcher, (laughs) a galactic killer who seeks the extinction of the gods. To combat this threat, Thor enlists the help of King Valkyrie, Korg, and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster, who, to his surprise, inexplicably wields his magic hammer. Together, they set out on a harrowing cosmic adventure to uncover the mystery of the God Butcher's vengeance. That's actually pretty good. Okay. For anyone who, obviously spoilers, but for anyone who hasn't seen this movie, how would you describe Thor, Love and Thunder? I would say if you are someone that likes consistent tone, Mm -hmm. I would say you'd do a big old somersault right out of the cinema. I'd say- You're going to jump out of there. Don't don't go there. If, yeah, if, yes, yes. (laughs) If you love a collage of a film with an 80s soundtrack- Oh, baby, is this the movie for you? Sure. So Thor is back. For the first 10 minutes, he has a man bun and wears, I guess, like one of those like ponchos. Sure. Which I found sexy. He was very sexy. I really like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then so he almost too much at the start is like, I have nothing and no one. I will never find love again. Love is not the thing for me. Depressed Thor. Yeah. Nothing in my heart and soul. Mm. I'll never find love. Mm. Uh, No one loves me. I burned my first love when Jane left me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jane, uh, who we haven't seen in four movies, but we've seen in the trailer. So we know that she's coming back. back. Uh, But not for him. No, no. He is done. He hates love. He is done with love, guys. He hates feelings. And at no point was I like, huh, I think that's foreshadowing. (laughs) Screamed down our throats. Yeah. So then Christian Bale is there. Christian Bale shows up. Who embarrassingly, it took me like 15 minutes. Took me a while. uh, The whole opening scene of this movie is... I was like, is this the movie? I was like, are we in the wrong cinema? I was like, am I watching Dune? Yeah. (laughs) Like, he gives an Oscar-worthy performance. Because, yes, you're right. The whole first sequence is very serious and sad and tragic. Doesn't look like a Marvel movie at all. Or a Taika Waititi film either. Yeah. Mm. Like, Um, he's going to break soon. He's going to say something silly. Oh, no, it's just very tragic and sad. (laughs) So, like, 10 minutes in, I lean over and I was like, was that Christian Bale? And he's like... Yes, cunt. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I said the same thing. Yeah. Like, it was like a couple of minutes in and I, I literally leaned over to Luke. I was like, Christian Bale? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is Christian Bale in a Marvel movie? Yeah. They'll just get everyone. I know. I was like, thank God for lockdown so people were fucking available, <laughs> guys. I think Marvel's natural end of its universe will just be when they have no actors left to yeah. play cameos. <laughs> That's how, I mean, who knows? The end is nigh is what I feel. I think, yeah, I'm feeling that. Um, so anyway, sorry, he does all that foreshadowing and then lo and behold, guess who shows up? His ex-girlfriend, <gasps> But Jane. his heart is closed, his Rebecca. His heart is closed. What's he meant to do? He's done. Wait a second. But does she have cancer? 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. And is this his last chance at love, even though it is fleeting? And a bit pressured because of the circumstances. Mm. Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it's Thor. It's Thor. So it's all silly. Don't worry. There's no <laughs> sincerity. No. There's not for all of the weight of emotions happening from the death of Gore's daughter, Jane having cancer, Jane nearly dying, the kidnapping of multiple children. <laughs> The orphaning of yeah. another child at the end. The loss of faith and religion. Yeah. <laughs> the ah. really intricate and complicated conversation around faith and religion and yeah. what does it do for you and how far do you go following it. Yeah. It's not serious, though. Mm-mm, no. Oh, they are terrified of even coaxing a tear close to your eyeball. Yeah. They say, sip down that Pepsi and popcorn and we don't want you to think or feel a goddamn thing. Here's some colours and sounds. What's you that? dumb fucks. Is your heart rate increasing? Stop that right now. Calm down. Go take a walk. Here's a joke, you fuckheads. <laughs> um, so anyway, Thor goes on this journey. Him and Jane reconnect. It's all very big emotional. A lot of, like, very big, interesting scenes. Russell Crowe is there. He plays Zeus. Russell Crowe shows up. Oh, my God. I have so many things to say about his character, which I we will get to. Russell Crowe is Zeus? <laughs> so he's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, there's so many cameos in this. Fuck there's the people lot. available for oh, this. Oh, they really Fuck, they got so lucky. People want a quick trip to <laughs> Australia during lockdown. <laughs> Um, so anyway, and in the end, all is resolved and Thor's ready to go on another journey with mm. minor loss and little emotional damage with little to no message at the end of the movie. Yeah. But was it a colourful, fun romp? Yes, it was. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So yeah. is that your kind of overarching stance on the film? Yes. Kind of- Cun. <laughs> fun. Fun. <laughs> colourful <laughs> romp. <laughs> The cunty rump that it is. The cunty rump it is. Okay, so did you enjoy this film? I did enjoy this film. Okay. But for very specific reasons is I quickly filed this in my brain as a family movie. Okay. I That changes things? Yes. Because if – which is not – Good, which is not a good choice, I think, by Taika Waititi, because yeah. Ragnarok is clearly not clearly not a children's film. So for the grown-ups, yeah, humor. So for the grown-ups, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it feels weird to have a fourth movie in a series to all of a sudden be like, and this one's for the kids. Yeah, like yeah, because there was no like blood in this movie, like whatsoever. Everyone bled gold. That was true. Killed. Yeah. There was very little violence. There was no swearing. Mm. There was any tragedy that happened was dealt with very lightly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There was no like intimacy or anything. Everything was oh, very yeah, PG rated. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one actually like. There's no yeah graphic deaths or there's anything. No, there's not. E- there's barely even any jokes for the grown ups, but the kids won't get it. Yeah, because the sexual undertones or whatever mm-hmm. that didn't, that mm-hmm. barely even happened as well. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm. So that's what I like, and that's I'm glad I did that because I was able to. If you compartmentalize it, enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And I had seen a couple of clips of uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tyka both talking about how their kids were involved with the movie. Okay. So I was like, okay, this is like definitely swaying the tone of it. That way. Because it's your babies on screen. Yeah. Forget about what everyone else wants. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. 
I mean, I, I, as always, I'm not a Marvel fan, so yes. I wasn't. How did you? I wasn't emotionally invested in right. it. I was just excited to see a Taika Waititi film. Yeah. I really was because I just think he's delightful. And you've hit the nail on the head in terms of deciding what this is at the beginning because I spent the entire movie very lost. Mm. Uh, it, to me, it was messy. The to- there was no consistency in tone. You're yeah. absolutely right. Like we just said, starts with a tragic scene and then goes into comedy. But if, uh, so too quickly, it, it's but it doesn't stick with the style of com the same style of comedy throughout. Mm. It's it's just I, I've been trying to word my thoughts correctly and succinctly, and I kind of can't, which I think is reflective of the film. Mm. I I just found it messy. I just found it really messy yeah. and disappointing halfway through. And Luke is a, is a Marvel fan. Halfway through, he texted me, I'm so bored. And I was like, babe, <laughs> me too. Like, I, I was, it's enjoyable. It's f- fine. Mm. But I wasn't, I was not hooked like I was with Ragnarok. Yeah. At all. Mm. Like, I don't know what it was. And we discussed it after. I think for me, it's more the story, the storyline and the storytelling than mm. anything else. Yeah. That, that just fell short for me. Like, for example, when Natalie Portman comes back and she mm. suddenly is a Thor, they don't explain how she is a Thor for like another 20 minutes. Yeah. And I was just like, as as a viewer, I want to know now. Yeah. I want you to explain to me how is she Thor now? How yeah. is she a superhero? That pissed me off too. I was like, show me the scene where she becomes a superhero. Yeah, show me it. Also, you know what was annoying? Because like, I know you enjoyed it, so I don't want this to just devolve no, no, into no. a bitch Oh, I have about notes. It. Okay. Because I, I don't have a lot of good things to say except that it was fun, I guess. I didn't love it. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I, I enjoyed it, but mm. at no point will I ever watch this movie again. Yeah, right? Whereas I would happily watch, watch Ragnarok again. Yeah. Or even yeah. the first Thor. I really enjoyed that. I yeah. enjoyed that more than this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally agree with the Natalie thing because they give you all of there's no like surprise in seeing her yeah like they did it the wrong way around yes. like so they do all of like thor foreshadowing that she's going to show up mm. then her and cat dennings pre-story yeah yeah i was glad to see cat dennings for yeah a second. that was fun i love her I think that she, she didn't come great. back but she's great yeah and so then her preamble as to when she goes to find mjolnir mm. the hammer and then they don't show, they imply that she turns into a superhero, but you don't see it. That's the coolest fucking scene. That's the whole, that's the whole point of, of comic book movies. Yeah. Is to see how did a normal person, human, become a superhero. Yeah. Like that's what I loved about my first superhero movie would have been Spider-Man. It's just the whole sequence of Spidey yes. learning his tricks and his powers. I want to see that from Natalie. Yeah. Yeah, so many things just fell short and, and also they didn't even explain how she became Thor yeah. until way later. Yeah. And like I was just I was annoyed at Thor, like the character. I'm like, this mm. bitch, you haven't seen her in eight years. She shows back up in your life dressed in your shit, holding your hammer, and you wait for another three scenes before you're like, Oh hey, by the way, how'd you how'd this happen? How did this happen? Tell us at the beginning, or else I was just then distracted for the next twenty minutes, yeah. one trying to figure it out and thinking, Oh, should I am I figuring it out myself? Have I missed something? And the same thing with the the cancer story. Like that felt really weird and ham fisted and like she okay, she has cancer, but they didn't focus on it enough. They kind of washed over it. For mm. such a heavy, technically a heavy storyline, they didn't they just kind of breezed past it and it just felt it just felt felt so messy like they've picked a hundred different things 
and then tried to mesh it into one story. Yeah. But there was too much stuff mm. for that for that to work. They they didn't get time to focus properly on any one interesting storyline. Mm. Especially their reunion. That I was like not affected by that. I was so angry. Because yeah. so, I was like, I can see how to do this. Oh my God, yes. No preamble to her story whatsoever. Mm -hmm. The battle happens. He shows up and then she's there. She's there? And you're like. It's the first time we as the audience see her too, right? That should be the first time we see her. Absolutely. And then they have the moment where they see each other. (gasps) And we go into slow motion. Yes. Yes. It went for two fucking seconds. Yeah. And it was just like a. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Conversation. It just. There was no weight to it. Yeah. And I'm like, slow, 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 slow. Freeze frame. Yes. Then Korg comes over and is like, let me tell you the story of Jane Foster. And then we go back and we do all the lead up as to why she's there. Oh, my God. That would have fixed so much in this movie for me. It just makes so much sense. Like, it's so easy. Whose fault was that? Because afterwards uh, we were talking about it and Luke was like, like maybe Tyke's just kind of like <laughs> tapped out a bit or something. And I was like, I don't even know if it was the directing. I think it's the script. I think mm. it's the actual storyline that I'm really f- having troubles with. And he co-wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Tiger, I was trying to give you a pass. Well, also, but the storyline of Jane having cancer, that's from the comic books. Okay. So that's not a new thing they added in. Okay. That's a story that was already written. All right. And they fucked up how they showed and it. And they fucked it up. Yeah. So, like, I'm not saying, don't, yeah, don't have the cancel storyline I think it's an interesting storyline but it also just they took ages to explain I didn't understand why she wasn't sick when she was in the store the Thor yeah costume and like it took ages to explain that it's the hammer that's making her not yeah. respond to the cancer treatment and I didn't realize that till like the last scene where they explained it yeah like one hour 50 minutes in and then all of a sudden I'm just meant to they just didn't make me care about any anything or yeah. anyone didn't make me care at all and then so when we, once we get to the big scene at the end where she, spoilers, dies, I think I was meant to care, but mm. I felt nothing. Yeah. I felt nothing. Mm. I was just like, okay. Also, it was confusing because mm. there was, okay, it was confusing because there was too many storylines going on at once. And as well, the sympathy that I felt for Gore. Yes. I was on Gore's side the whole time. He's Yeah, he's the protagonist in my film. I was like, yeah, Gods are, like, if God exists, yeah, they're rid of fucking cunt. Get like, rid of him. <laughs> yeah, I would be on his side. Yeah, me too. Power to the people. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I know Thor's not a bad guy, mm. but also it's like he's got a mission. and He was a sympathetic villain. I don't yeah. know if they meant that to happen or not, but he really was. Oh, so they should have cast someone who wasn't as good of an actor as Christian Bale. He was too good. I felt, I felt the emotion so yeah. deeply. <laughs> Like this is just that is in itself again is misplaced in this movie because mm. it's such a silly nonsensical story. Like, yeah, it felt like at the beginning it felt like it was going to be a clip show almost because yeah. there was heaps of not clips from other movies, but they do a lot of flashback sequences and stuff. And I was like, is this just are we just watching clips? It just felt like did not feel like the fourth movie in a franchise. Yeah, like you guys should have this shit worked out by now. Mm. But it felt so messy, like they were just figuring it out. Yeah. Figuring their feet footing out to start with. Mm. Uh, again, this is like the fear was that he would be given too long of a leash. And I think that mm. might be what has happened. I think so. Yeah. Maybe he's just not a Marvel guy mm. anymore. Maybe Ragnarok was like in and out. When yeah. Done, that's my legacy. Mm. Which I don't I, like. This is not a terrible movie by any stretch. But mm. yeah, I think Thor's done. Yeah. 
Well, I think now, like, because the char- he didn't have any character progression in this. It like, just felt nothing. Yeah. And, like, Chris Hemsworth is so pretty and charming and stuff, but, I, I mean, he only has as much as the script to work with. But I just wasn't – yeah, I didn't care about him. I wasn't yeah. drawn in. Like, I was in the first one where, like, oh, Chris Hemsworth is awesome. Yeah. And so I was just kind of like, okay. I think, like, I – see, I think he's a great actor. Mm. Like, I really like that he's the perfect person to play Thor mm. and he did, like, his comedy in this was really good. Yeah. He, you can see that he's, like, growing comedy chops, like, over four movies. Definitely. And I'm like, you get this character. Yeah. And this one where he's, like, a little bit, like, disenfranchised is, like, I think the funniest okay. Thor. Yeah. But the, his storyline, like, the the part of the, where he had no control over was the part that yeah. I was like, oh, this is ruining your character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really the storytelling for me more than anything. I think it looked great. Mm. I know there's been there's been a lot of discourse around how the CGI was really shitty oh. in this. And I just saw before I came over a clip online of Taika and someone else watching it and like making fun of the VFX. Oh. It, which is which is weird. Like a lot of people are like, oh those poor VFX people. Like yeah. just like shitting on it. And then people being like, well, that's what happens when you put too much timeline pressure on VFX people. You come out with a lesser product. And so, but I think, you know, for my stupid noob brain, I think it looked good. It yeah. looks the same as other Marvel movies. I also thought as well, I was like, there's too, like, because I, I watched the whole credits because there's the mm. post post credit scene. The, the longest credits I've ever seen in a movie. Really? It went on for so long. Then, like, just at one point, there was like VFX team and it was the whole screen from the top Whoa. to the bottom, like, not in columns, the whole thing all the way across oh the names. Oh my God. And I really? was like, this, the, yeah, the number of VFX studios that were working on this, I was like, I've never seen so many fucking people. Holy shit. It was insanity. So for him to throw anything on them, I was like, yeah, there was shitty and ugh, pathetic. Yeah. But also there were so many different worlds and so many different mm. things to cover because there was like you're the original, the opening scene with Christian mm. Bale, which is an entirely different style. Completely different. You had then the tropical scene, then you had the gods the in the gods scene. castle. That was stunning. That was gorgeous. I, was I could like, have lived there for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the movie. Mm, that mm. was so I, – yeah, I wish they spent more time there. Yeah. I feel like they just had too much to shove into one movie. Mm. To and in the Shadow Realm as well. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. That was it's completely that different. thing. Cameras and, like, mm. dimensions they were working with and, like – The pacing and the tone was just so weird and mm. not consistent. But yeah, yeah. there was too, the, too many. Like, how fucking dare you actually – how fucking dare you shit on the VFX team? Yeah, that was weird. I'll try and find that clip because a lot of people were – like going it afterwards, being like, well, this is why people need to unionize and stuff because, like, they probably, I think they were under a time constraint to get this out mm. in time. And yeah, that's just what happens. Yeah. When you do that, of course, to mm. any creative like endeavor. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So, like, yeah, so too much, I felt too much was happening to the point where basically nothing kind of ended up happening. Yeah. Like, I came out of the movie where it's like, I, don't actually know what that movie was about. Yeah. I don't know what they wanted it to be about. Mm. Like if I if I went into it knowing that, I think I could then apply everything that happened to that. But there's just so many elements to it that it just felt so messy. And then it, once the final scene happened where we find that her name is oh, – her name's not love, but like – Was oh, it? 
Was it though? What the fuck was I that? Can we break down that last scene? Because okay. I'm confused. I'm very confused. I thought it was very sweet that he adopted Gore's daughter and yeah. they've got this like cute home life now. Was it though? Because I was like, that makes no sense. That makes zero sense. It was a very strange sequence of events. Mm. And then they finally, eventually it turns out that she's a god too now, which they very quickly try and explain <laughs> away. And But I was like, well, how is she a god? Why are you explaining how people become gods yeah. in this world? And then they start battling together. So mm. they're the new, the new like t- superhero team. Yeah. Their name is Love and Thunder, which is what the movie is, is called. called. And it got <laughs> to that point, that is that was the final moment of the whole movie and I was like, I've just watched two hours of running up to this. I feel mm. like you've just smushed a bunch of shit in for two hours and this is the only point of the movie is you just wanted to fill out two hours to get to this, to pre blah, blah, whatever, the next movie. Mm. To foreshadow the next movie is that there's going to be a kid in this one and they're going to be called Love and Thunder. It just felt stupid. Yeah. and what, it didn't, Your it, thoughts on the last it scene? It didn't make any sense. Mm. Like – so Gore has been on this mission, has killed a bunch of people, yeah. has renounced religion. Uh, he's like he's put his whole heart and soul yeah. into this mission of killing gods. He hates them. Hates them. Has made all the way to eternity, which mm. that was also another level of confusing. And that looked bad, by the way. That, yeah. that image at the end where they're on the water with the sky and, then there was like the, and there's the s- that weird space i don't know i, I think still- that's from the comic books okay because they did a similar thing in the loki series okay um i just it just, just didn't look good it looks weird that's yeah what, that's what you came up with for infinity okay yeah also it was like perfect opportunity there for a cameo like if you're gonna make this mm. make me feel nothing eternity should be eternity yeah like someone, someone. weird yeah Yes. Like Meryl Streep or some shit. That'd like, be fucking cool. Why not? Why you not? You love your cameos. You love your yeah. weird cameos. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then like, so his one wish was going to be to kill all gods and then it's to have his daughter back. And then all of a sudden he's, there was so much information. So it was like, and then he's like, I'm dying. And I was like, well, when was that ever a what fucking do you, What do you mean? Plot point. Aren't you invincible now? Isn't yeah. That, doesn't that. Weird sword thing make you invincible. I don't know. You haven't yeah. explained anything, you guys. I was like, why is he dying? Also, then like he's like, the, my daughter's gonna be alone, and then the Thor's like, no, nah, I'll be here. <laughs> I think and Natalie's like, the one that throws him under the bus. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, actually, he can look once I yeah. once I die. Yeah, I won't be. He here, can but... look after her. Yeah. I reckon <laughs> that, that's that's that cool, babe. <laughs> I'd be so mad. Like, I'd be yes, so mad at my partner. Um, yeah. I'd be like, that you fucking Bitch. threw that on me. You fucking cunt. <laughs> Because it was also a weird situation because it's like it's not like the daughter is dying and he's like, mm. I'll save her and look after her. It's like he's bringing her back to life. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was a bit like, oh, you could just not do that. You could just actually. go chill with her in the afterlife you or whatever. You just go hang out with her there. Yeah. Yeah. It was very strange. And then I can have my bish. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's been the whole lead up to this is that he needs someone to love. Yeah. And something to be scared of and to cherish. And then now it's like, nah, nah don't worry about that. Instead, it's going to be this bitch that this you've child spent no that you've time. just met, who just lost her dad as well, by the way, mm. and has been living in the afterlife yeah, for this, a while. Because uh, also then it just switches to them all of a sudden being the best of friends. And I'm like- Cooking pancakes together. He, he killed your dad. Like he killed yes. your dad. 
But that's like that again. Show that little, just do a quick sequence of them getting home and yeah. learning each other and getting used to each other mm. and stuff. Like you're right, it was very much a family movie. Yeah, immediately they're like best of buds. Yeah. Like, even, like, in the scene where he's like, here she is. Mm. She's like, all right, here I am. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you've just come back to fucking life from the dead. Do you want to, like, talk about that for a sec? Mm. Well, also, I think she was a terrible actor. Mm. And you want to know why? Mm. She's Taika Waititi's daughter. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. So his daughter has now magically got a role in the MCU. And a possibly ongoing role. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Mm. Okay. So that kind of, I think, explains why it's like ham fisted in there. Yeah, it just felt like, oh, is this this is what you've this is all you've really cared about is this final scene, mm. and the rest of this movie just felt like a jumble of shit that they've just like put together to justify getting there. Yeah. <sighs> and it, also, even like the moment where they like kiss and like they essentially get back together mm. was like so fucking nothing. Like they kiss for two seconds and then they're like, oh, got to interrupt with a joke. Yeah. I also the king lady. The king lady. Uh, the king. I don't know. Who, oh what yes, is. Tessa Thompson's character. Oh, is that Tessa Valkyrie? Thompson? Yes, the king. I wasn't of Asgard. a big fan of her in this movie. She did not need to fucking be in this movie. Oh, thank you. Okay, I don't know if we loved her character or not. I love her character, but I'm just like, she. She was really didn't cheesy. Add anything to this? Yeah. Do you, the one. I mean, no, I didn't. I didn't not like this movie. But the, my favourite scene, I would say, is the scene where the kids battle. Yeah. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, that was super cute. Yeah. yeah. And really imaginative. Imaginative and, like, empowering. I was like, yes, fucking yeah. yes, seeing them all, like, flying through the air to whatever cool song it was that was playing at the time. Yeah. Was it? I think so, I think yeah. So. That was really fucking sick. I'm like, oh, this is Marvel. Mm. Yeah, like. Ima- like you said, imaginative, new. I haven't seen a bunch of kids go into battle with powers before. Yeah. yeah. And they brought back the whole Matt Damon thing, which also like was funny, but I felt like just kind of paid lip service to it mm. a bit. I just- if I had to get trade between mm. that scene and then seeing Natalie Portman become mm. Mighty Thor. Yeah. I was like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like we spent 10 minutes on that fucking play, yeah. which was funny, but I was like, not, it's not important. That's right. And what's her name was in it? Um, uh, oh, um, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy shows up. She was so funny. Which is so fun. Loved it. It's so. This is the thing. The vignettes in mm. this are really funny. Yeah. And really imaginative and cool. But together as a story, they don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But Wait, I, oh, yeah. It was Matt Damon and uh, the third Hensworth brother. Oh, is that who he was? Yeah, played Thor. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. See, I was like, that's cool. That's cool. It's very, there's cool moments, but as an overall movie with us, the storyline was just so weak. Mm. You're right. This is a family movie, mm. which is fine. Yeah. But let us know that. Yeah. Before watching it. But also I think if they'd advertise it as a family movie still, it was like, well, this doesn't really make a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. Even so. Sense. Yeah. True. I think what's happening, and this is, again, coming from someone who didn't grow up with this shit, but, like, even to me as a layman, it feels like the Marvel Universe is, like, kind of losing control of itself. Yeah. Oh, it's gotten too big. It's gotten way too big. So, like, seeing the hammy, cheesy stuff now is kind of jolting mm. and doesn't make sense. But that's what it should be. Yeah. Is the colourful, cheesy, this is Spider-Man universe. But... 
they cho- they choose to do one tone with one movie and one tone with another movie. So it just I think the universe itself is like imploding it on itself. Yeah. Oh, it's like it's too much weight because also it's like it's thirty movies that they've uh. had to like. 30 different plot lines they oh, have to take into consideration when they write these movies. That's too many. And this movie as well had the opportunity to do something like this completely separate mm. and you don't need mm. a lot of the context from the other movies except for the Thor ones. Oh, yeah, because then all the Avengers come, like show up for a, a little bit and stuff. Like it's, there's just so much. Mm. So much happens. Just choose one storyline and stick to that and flesh, like go f- have yeah. fun around it. Mm. What do you think of Russell Crowe? Okay, I loved him. I loved him too. I loved him. I I enjoyed his performance immensely. I just, I really like the idea that he's an old Greek man who like kind of like doesn't get it. (laughs) That whoever came up with that creatively, I was like, that's brilliant. And he nailed it too. Yeah. He is so funny. I forgot how funny Russell Crowe is. I know he's not a good man, but he's funny. He's all right, though. He's all right. Isn't he in comparison to, rec- to to more recent. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. <laughs> that happens. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Russell just has an anger problem. I remember he threw a phone at someone oh, many yes, years yes, ago yes, yes. at a reporter. Right, right. Uh, so I think that's the extent of his shit. So I think right. he's still a good dude. He was fantastic. He was so, so good. funny. And he kind of reminded me of like... <laughs> Skip's dad a <gasps> little bit because he's like this old Serbian man yeah. who's like very passionate about stuff but there's like kind of a language barrier so he doesn't always get it right Cute. and it's just like it's very funny. I love that. Yeah, I loved him. Bring him back. Again, yeah. that's why I wanted to stay in the car- the God Castle more. Yeah. I'm really enjoying this whole thing. Gorgeous. And like also the when he – okay, a little treat. Mm-hmm. This is where I was, I was like this has to be – a family movie because this is something for the mums. Yep. Okay. Or the queer dads. Yep. Sure. When he flicks off Thor's clothes, <laughs> I again had to maintain composure. Oh yes, because you were with your betrothed. Yes. I was like, we can't have another Miles Teller incident like within the month. <laughs> yeah. Of That's course. going to start causing issues in the relationship. Yeah, we need breaks from that. He's like, every time this bitch goes to the movies. <laughs> She gets horny right she next to me. She gets horny right next to me. I can feel the heat coming off her. Like a chop liver over here. <laughs> but he was, yeah, as much as I'm like, I like interesting men. I like, you know, like. Sure, yeah. Yeah, interesting faces. I was like, that is a beautiful man. That is a beautiful man. That is Cut from marble, that man. Yeah, my word, he is handsome. Yep. Oh, okay, so post-credits, we have to wrap up soon. But yes. just quickly, credit scenes. Yes. I stuck around for the mid. Yep. Uh, and forgot that there would be a post. So I didn't That's see the post. Fair enough. But I saw them in. Oh, do you want to know something funny? Yeah. Uh, we sat down in my ch- in our chairs and I realised the person sitting next to us who was already sat there is the guy I buy my weed from and his fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it out. Hello. There we go. Out of the 20 sessions in the day. The 3 p.m. session the on the Sunday. 3 p.m. session and the exact seats next. So I sat next to them. So I messaged him <laughs> after being like, was there a post-credit scene? What happened? Just like, it's fine. But the mid-credit scene, is that where they introduce Hercules? Yes. Which is played by Brett Goldstein. Yes. Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. From Ted Lasso. Uh, that was actually the most exciting point because I was like. <laughs> that was, I was just walked out of there like, they're like 
they get in fucking everyone in these movies now. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Brett Goldstein. That got me so excited. I was like, Brett Goldstein was a comic yeah. and a writer. Yeah. Like five years Literal ago with a movie comedian. podcast. <laughs> and now he's in fucking Marvel movies. Okay, well, that means we're going to be in Marvel yeah. movies. Like, it really got me. I was like, fuck yeah. We are following the Brett Goldstein path. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I liked them. That mm. was fun. So the post-credit one. Fuck, what was the post Apparently one? is when Natalie turns up to Valhalla. Oh, yeah, it was just nice. Okay. It was just really sweet of okay, like cool. rather than her just dying of cancer, they show her like she died in battle. So, so she, she gets, gets to, to go, go to Valhalla. That's nice. Okay. But they're yeah. not implying that she might come back from the dead or anything by doing that. No, I think it was – I don't think – more closure. So I think it was just like nice closure, mm-hmm. which I really nice. liked. Yeah, I like that. That was the only moment of sincerity in the whole fucking movie. It's at the end of the credits. After the five, I cannot stress how long those credits were. There was so fucking, I wish I had just gone home and Googled and it. Googled it. Like, I mean, good to see though how many people were involved in it. Yeah. And yeah, true. Yeah. It does make, yeah, it does force you to watch the credits, which is always nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which um, we got a lot of comments about. When we Last one, I made a TikTok about how we were like, fuck the post-credit scene. And people were like, it's really important to stick around and watch the movie. And I'm like. Well, yeah, but do you do that for other movies? Yeah. Guys? Mm. People coming at us? Do you do that for non-Marvel movies? Probably not. Yeah. So get off your high horse. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's kind of all of my oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, I do recommend if you are feeling flooded with superhero, I mean, the Marvel Universe and DC Universe content. Mm. The Boys is a really good anecdote for it. I think I think I will actually jump into that. That sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah. I've just come away very kind of confused mm. and disappointed. It's reached saturation point. Yeah. Like, Not as confused and disappointed as multiverse. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I was mad about that one. You were mad just, about the multiverse of I was mad madness. But in the, I'm just in, I'm just thunderous about this. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> All right, Beck. I have some questions for you. Yes. Did this movie make you horny? It did. Mm-hmm. It did. I really loved aesthetically beautiful. Oof, yeah. I re- like yeah. Fuck you, Taiko Itini, for shitting on the VFX department. Yeah. Because so many visually beautiful things. Yeah. Thor's, he was sexy. We got to see his butt. I liked it. Got to see his fucking butt. Yeah. Natalie Portman looked gorgeous. Stunning. Her as Lady Thor, I was like, they've nailed this. Yeah. I loved her hair. So big and bouncy. Yes. Oh, my God. Those curls. bouncy, bouncy curls. (laughs) And for everyone who's like, but you said you don't like bitchy waves in battle. She's a god. It's different. (laughs) That's different. She's not just showing up from Mm – she's not just going from her apartment to battle. Like, obviously, there's some kind of supernatural shit going on in in between. Mm -hmm. So, So, there. Don't come at us. Um, She was beautiful. Tessa Thompson is always – she's sexy. She's sexy as fuck. She's pretty. I like it. Despite her character kind of not needing to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was gorgeous. Christian Bale's acting was molto bene. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I for same for me. It was a horny movie for those reasons. And also just an appreciation of the next phase of Russell Crowe's yeah. life, career, aesthetic. I hope he continues with this and does fun bit parts. Like yeah. I would love that for Russell Crowe. If he does like a Anthony Hopkins esque, you know, third act of his career, if he just did like 
fun shit. Yeah. Because he looked like he was having fun. Yes. And I want to see Russell Crowe have fun more. Yeah. Actually, that's probably the only thing I'm really looking forward to in the yeah. next Thor movie is more <laughs> Russell Crowe. Is it? Well, if we get Zeus. a if we get a Hercules with Brett Goldstein, I assume yeah. Zeus will be involved in that. So yeah, yeah. Damn, I'm just like Thor five. Wow, 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 wow. Maybe they're gonna hand the reins to Hercules or something. Yeah, I'm like definitely gonna world. have to go back to drinking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> find that rolls around at the at the movies. Mm. Uh, and would you recommend this movie on a date? No. No, me neither. No, no, no. I think this is a family movie. Yeah. I think if you take your kids to this, great. Sure. Or a chuck it on in the background while you're doing housework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. Yeah. Um, and ratings. You? Oh, yes. Nope. I am in total agreement with you. Mm-hmm. Not a date. I literally watched this movie on a date and we came out of it very bored. <laughs> and then went home and watched King Richard, which I would recommend on a date. Hey. <laughs> um, and ratings. How... Many Zeus Thunderbolts cool. out of five do you give this? Two. Okay. Yeah. Under half, mm-hmm. but not completely bad. What about yep. you? I would like to give it two separate ratings. Okay. Um, I would like to give the VFX department and the soundtrack, I'd like to give them four stars. Four. Great. And I would like to give the storyline. Two stars. I give this. I mean, two line, thunderbolts. Sorry, one thunderbolt. Yeah, one thunderbolt. Sucked. Not even a storm. Nope. Oh just yeah, like a, a rumble in the distance. Yeah, just mum going. Oh, is that rain? Better bring the washing in. And, and then, then the rain. And the rain never comes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 My mum's all mad because yeah. she brought it in. You made mum upset for no reason. <laughs> That's what this movie is to me. Yeah. Mm, the, and the four Thunderbolts is full storm. Everyone runs out, gets yeah. the washing in together. Yeah. Mum's like, oh, not the day yeah, it's to do hot, anything. It's muggy, but it's exciting. Yep. Yeah. We're just going to put the dryer on, watch movies, and eat whatever frozen meals are in the fridge. And that's what you give to the VFX and, and the soundtrack. soundtrack. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. A rousing storm for those guys. Yeah. Great. Well, that was Thor Love and Thunder. You guys, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please join us next week when... Fatal Attraction. Oh, and when we finally do Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. We dive deeper into the mystery... That is Michael Douglas's sex, sex appeal. appeal. <laughs> we endeavour to solve it. Do we? Probably not. Probably not. Um, but listen to find out. <laughs> and if you want to keep up with us and what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast in any way, shape, or form, Form. You can sign up to our Patreon for $7 a month. You get bonus episodes every single week uh, and a lot of bonus content, early access to tickets and all sorts of other things. Our movie trivia is over there as well. Oh, so much fun. Um, we can do another one of those soon. We should. And also we have merch, dudesinamapod.com. You want to be like Wilhelm and carry your beers around in a tote bag? Head over to dudesinamapod.com. Yes. And... And I can't remember what I was going to say next. Reviews. Reviews. Like, rate, subscribe. Yes, it's free, baby. And it's let us free. know in your review what movie a dude has told you to see and we will review it for you. Hell yeah. And finally, mm. Alexia. Yes, my love. A kumite to you. And a confused and disappointed but ultimately fine a kumite to you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
It's a great song. <laughs> 